I'm your host, Laura Lowen, former therapist, go-getter entrepreneur, future church planter, and throwback hip-hop lover. I want to help you implement practical steps on how to live out the abundant life. Listen in on stories of faith, hope, and inspiration as we pursue the abundant, fruitful life together. If you're ready to get cracking on personal and spiritual growth and have some fun while doing so, you're in the right place. Hey, hey, fruitful life listeners. Welcome back. Today I have for you Megan McQueen, and she is just a sweet Southern belle. You guys are going to love her accent, especially if you're not from the South like me. But more than that, super fun episode. Megan is a fashion blogger and Instagrammer. And what I love about this interview is if you're nosy like me and you love to like go behind the scenes, peel back the curtain, the whole nine, this can be super fun for you to kind of get the lowdown on some stuff. But more than that, of course, is part of her story and her journey with God through this and kind of navigating, you know, what does it look like to honor the Lord and be in a profession where it's kind of uh, Instagram fame and clothes and whatever. So listen to Megan. You guys are going to love this. Thank you for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it, Megan. I don't know exactly how, but we found each other on Instagram and I really appreciate about you that you are more than a pretty face. You are more than a fashion blogger. Like I love that you just put it right out there that you love Jesus. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I didn't, I mean, what would be the purpose of the platform that I've been given, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was in a place before where... I wasn't doing that. Did you feel like there was a season where you were almost trying to like hide it or not share your faith so publicly? Um, I don't really think it was like hiding it more so. It was just, I was so caught up in um, the popularity of it all. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I just had pushed all of that to the side and not really even given a second thought of like, I could be doing more with this platform than you know, talking about clothes all the time and, um, you know, going to events and stuff like that. And I just, I, I really think I got so consumed with that side of it that I didn't really even see what was in front of me and, like, the opportunity that I had to do something more with the platform. That's awesome. So do you have, like, a mission statement? Like, when you really think about, okay, what do you want to do with Instagram? What kind of mark do you want to leave on that platform, like, what do you think about? So my mission statement is, you know, my goal with this is to change the hearts of women. And so I tell everybody my goal here is not only to, like, you know, help you with your closet, but to also help you with your heart. Um, Love it. And it's to encourage women to be, you know, the best version of themselves, um, whatever that looks like. And on the inside, on the outside, you know, because both of those are important. And just trying to relate all of that, you know, spiritually too. I love that. I think that's so cool. You know, I've I've noticed with a lot of fashion bloggers or people kind of in that space, I feel like usually what you see is you, you usually see the clothes and the makeup right up front. And then 
sometimes you might hear about Jesus, like there might be a teeny tiny bit of faith sprinkled in. But yeah, I just, I have a lot of respect for that, that you, like you see the bigger purpose and bigger vision. So you said that you got caught up for a while and kind of like the popularity of it. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I started blogging in 
all of this. And my dream was always like my husband and I, like working full time together for months. And if you had told me like a year ago that I would be doing that, I would have said you were nuts. Like, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. But that just shows you what stepping out in faith and letting the Lord handle things can do. Because now we both work from home. My husband's a full-time photographer. And then I'm a full-time blogger. And I also teach other bloggers. So, yeah, it's been a journey. But um, it's definitely been a good one with highs and lows. But that's just like anything in life. I think that's seriously so awesome. And it's really admirable. I mean, I know the pressure to like keep up and it can truly become kind of like you said, like an all consuming thing. And if we're not regularly taking a step back and evaluating what's actually important, it's just way too easy to get sucked into that whole world. And you know, hearing about like the science behind it and how we literally get shots of like dopamine every time we see someone's commented or liked a photo. It's really insane and kind of scary, you know, but I just, I just think that's so awesome. And just that you obeyed God's promptings. And yeah, especially coming off of New York Fashion Week, I can only imagine that. That's just so, so crazy. So if you don't mind, I want to ask you some kind of like nitty gritty questions that people don't always get the real answers to. So you, are you ready for this? For sure. Okay. So I know the basic thing of like how being a fashion blogger works just in terms of, you know, generally you start off with having like affiliate links where um, if anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's essentially like if you promote something and you're provided with a individual link, your your followers can click it and then you get a very, very, very small commission on what people purchase. So that's, that's one way to make money. The other way to make money is when brands approach you and they want to do a sponsored post and they want to do like a whole campaign with you where they'll say, okay, our vision is for you to post X amount of photos and we'll give you this amount of money. So that said, did you feel like you had to kind of keep up a facade for a while that like you were actually making money with fashion blogging? Cause I know it's not lucrative, especially in the beginning. Oh yeah. I mean, I was not making anything near a full-time income for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, um, yeah, you do kind of have to like play the part and to be honest with you, like my Nordstrom card, we like maxed out. Thank the Lord that we don't use those anymore. But, you know, yeah, just keeping up with that act of like, oh, I go shopping every day and like, here's my drama session. I keep all this stuff, but not really. I'm sending back like 99% of it. Yeah, it's tough in the beginning. Um, I, I really think with whatever category of blogging that you're doing, because you're not going to make thousands your first month, right? Um, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time to build up that clientele, just like you would a regular business. Like with, um, you know, reward style where we get paid per you know, the small commission when people click and buy through our links, it really is like cents, like pennies with some places. It's definitely not easy. And I think a lot of people look 
get fashion blogging and they're like, oh, that's such an easy job. Why were they complaining or whatever? It's actually really hard and it takes a lot of time. And I think that for me, I wasn't having any of that like personal time or, you know, time with the Lord. And that's why I just got so consumed with work, work, work. And that's why I got such a bad spot years ago um, because I just totally forgot about that self-care that we all need mm-hmm. um, and that soul care, you know, too. But, yeah, it's definitely, it's not easy. Um, but everybody can get to that point of having it be a full-time income. It, it just takes a lot of work and kind of knowing what to do and how to get there. So would you say, I mean, obviously with reward style, and again, for those listening, any fashion bloggers that you follow and you'll see they tag at the end, like to know it, it'll say hashtag like to know it. That is, that's reward style. Reward style is just the blogger side of it. Kind of what you can use if you're quote unquote, an influencer and, um, obviously that that term being used loosely, but then you can kind of earn a a commission there. So Megan, kind of other than reward style, other than kind of hoping and praying that brands reach out to you and like stumble upon your Instagram, what do you think are some of the biggest, I guess, things that you've seen within the Instagram community for yourself that has been helpful, either that you've done or that you've maybe seen other brands do that's kind of opened up opportunities for you? Yeah, um, I think traveling is huge. Whenever bloggers go travel, typically you're staying at that hotel for free um, in exchange for posting. And that opens up a lot of opportunity in that area to work with companies there. But also, when a blogger is traveling, people tend to engage more. Because it's like, oh, she's somewhere new and different and exciting. Um, And so you'll see that your likes will increase and stuff like that. Um, Or your story views may go up because they want to see what you're doing throughout the day. Um, But that's a great opportunity. And networking with other people, um, the whole community of a competition is, like, so true. And I feel like if you go into this, you have to have that mindset of you're going to support the other women that are in this side of you. Um, I feel like if you don't, if you just kind of like stay off to the side by yourself, you're not going to be as successful um, because people can definitely tell when you see another woman supporting their blogger friend who maybe they've never even met in real life, but they're, you know, talking about their own stories and sharing their posts and stuff like that. That just really speaks a lot into that person, into that, like, hey, this isn't all about me. Like, just because we're doing the same thing, it doesn't mean she's my competition um, because every person is completely different and has a different story to bring forward. And as far as fashion, like a different style. Every, mm-hmm. You may have the same T-shirt as 10 other bloggers, but guess what? We're all going to style that differently um, because we all have that individual and unique, you know, just unique way of looking at things and uh, sharing things as well. Like, I may say that it's super soft and cozy, and she may be like, oh my gosh, like, I love how the sleeves are made. <laughs> you know, so we're all going to mm-hmm. point out different things about it. But both of those things, I think, are huge. So besides, you know, working with brands and getting into the like to know it community, I think traveling and just networking with others other bloggers is huge and that definitely helps add to how successful you are with it. Yeah, I I love that. Just really, you know, 
championing other women and cheering them on. And I'm going to butcher the quote, but you know, it's something about how her success does not diminish yours, you know, and just the idea that like, there's, there's enough to go around for everyone. You know, it's, it's not like there's this itty bitty piece of the pie and only the best people get it. Like if we, we can kind of change our mindset into that, we can, like you were saying, just really cheer other women on and be excited for them. And then internally, obviously, that's so much better for us when we're able to do that. Because then we don't live in this icky space of jealousy and envy. We can just be like, oh my gosh, look at her. Like, I'm so happy for her, you know? Exactly, yeah. So with traveling, that's really interesting what you said. I just want to go back to that for a second. When So when you said traveling and working with local brands, just like really practically, does that look like, like if you know you're going to, I don't even know, San Diego, let's say, and on a trip, would you reach out to different like brands and companies that you would want to work with in San Diego? Or are you at the point where you know, there, there's something maybe behind the scenes where some people like know that you're coming. So as far as like hotels, there's so many different ways you can collaborate with them. My favorite is just call them and have a conversation. Um, typically they're going to love that because they're used to getting stormed with emails every day. And as far as working with like brands or like you know, I just recently went to Chattanooga last week, and um, so I worked with, like, Ruby Falls and uh, Rock City and places like that around there. So even if it's just, like, forest attraction stuff, um, the best way is just it's really to give them a phone call um, and just tell them, that, hey, like, you know, I'm an influencer coming in the area around this time. I would love to partner with you while I'm there and just kind of telling them what that looks like. So what they would be receiving in exchange for your free admission or your two-night stay at the hotel, whatever it may be. Yeah, but it's, it's not as complicated as it sounds, but then there will be some places that contact you and want to have you come stay with them. Um, whatever that looks like, whether they're paying for your travel to get there and your room or whatever the case may be. Some boutiques and brands will have bloggers come out and stay with them somewhere in a pretty location for a couple of days and do a photo shoot. So it just looks differently with different kinds of collaboration. But typically what I'm doing is, you know, I'm like, hey, I really want to go create some content and immersed in the Instagram world, or even if, you know, people listening have no desire to be an influencer, I think it's just super fascinating for most, especially most women, you know, because I think there, there's not a lot of behind the scenes. It's almost like in hushed tones, I feel like you have to ask your friends, you know what I mean? Like, okay, 
how exactly does this work? So with fashion blogging, um, I know for me, I can tend to really struggle with materialism and I can um, really struggle with just wanting almost, I feel like, to hoard clothes and accessories and stuff like that. And so how do you kind of, as a believer, like come against that and really like help to train yourself that, you know, you don't have to be consumed with things? So I want to try to sell things as much as possible. So, like, if I go buy this floral kimono, I'm going to try to wear that as, as many different ways as I can before it sells out. That's kind of the goal because, like, from a believer standpoint, I, my husband and I have learned a lot in the past couple of years of just about being a good steward with what the Lord's given us. Um, and we, we, we were terrible at that, like, three years ago, okay? Like, horrible. We had no idea what we were doing. And, you know, now we went through Dave Ramsey. God bless him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so that really taught me a lot about spending and stuff like that. But as far as incorporating that into the fashion world, my advice is, if, you know, even as, like, a consumer, if you go out and purchase something, think, how can I sell this multiple ways? Or is this just a one-and-done kind of thing? And for me, if it's just a one-and-done, like, I'm better off without it because I'm only going to be able to wear it that one way. And even if I weren't fashion blogging and I were just on the consumer side of things, I wouldn't want to purchase that still in the sense that I'm only going to be able to style it this one way. And the creative part of my brain is like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Like, we have to try to do something else with this. So that's that's really my advice is just to be smart with what you buy. Mm-hmm. And I tried the whole capsule wardrobe thing, and I'll be honest with you, girl, <laughs> it was not for me. No, um, I can't do it either. <laughs> if I want to go buy a coral top, I, I want to go buy a coral top. Yeah. Okay? Like, if it doesn't match my three-color wardrobe, like, sorry. Um, no, that's not my thing. So my advice is just to buy smarter with things that you can restyle um, multiple times. And if you're on the influencer side of things, I, I teach everybody, like, hey, clean out your closet every month. And if it's something that's sold out, take it to Poshmark. And then that Poshmark money, you can put towards your blogging budget for the next month to purchase mm-hmm. new things. So just be smarter with your finances instead of just constantly swapping your card every day to buy stuff. Um, because realistically, like, you don't need 25 outfits in one week. No. You <laughs> need, like, so if you can find things that you can sell multiple ways, I mean, you may shop two or three times a month, and that's it. So I hope that answers you. No, it does. It's it, No, that's really good and really helpful. And I know you kind of alluded to this. I know you help people who want to blog or are blogging that kind of want to take off a little bit more. So I would love to know, what do you think is the biggest mistake that people make when it comes to blogging? There's lots. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute yeah. biggest would be purchasing followers. Yeah. I've had a lot of people come to me that, you know, I'm like, oh, your following's great. You know, I'm like, up. They're like, oh, I bought them. <laughs> so um, I feel like that's the biggest mistake you can make um, is buying anything that's fake. Just because 
it's not helping you. They're not going to engage with you. And brands now have like programs that tell them if you got fake stuff. So right. that's the big thing. Just be real and authentic and like 100% true to yourself from the beginning. And you'll be a thousand times more successful. Like I promise. And then you're not going to have that struggle of like, you know, losing all that. Or when you decide to step away from using that, those kind of services, everybody's like, where are your likes go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, just be real and true to yourself from day one. Mm. Yeah. And what, what else were you thinking of? Because you were like, there's so many. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> give, give, give me okay. just one more, maybe. Okay. Um, so I would say another thing I feel like is a big mistake that a lot of bloggers make is just being super inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so like going all over the place with your look or, um, you know, only posting once or twice a week um, on, on Instagram. And so I feel like inconsistency is a big mistake because consistency is how you grow um, on your blog, on your Instagram, on your Pinterest, all the things. If you're not alive on those places, um, people are going to forget about you quickly. Yep. And the algorithm is going to forget about you. It's going to be like, oh, this girl never posts, so we're not going to show her content to anybody when she does. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are the two biggest things. Don't be fake and just try to be consistent. So inconsistency would be the second biggest mistake. Yeah, I I totally see that and totally agree with that. So kind of on the on the flip side, on the more positive side, if you could give one piece of advice, because I, I talk to women all the time who are like, I'm really thinking about getting serious about my Instagram and or I've always wanted to start a blog. What would be your biggest piece of advice for them? Make a mission statement. Know what, like know your brand. Like, why are you doing this? What's your purpose behind this? If you don't have a purpose or a drive for this, you're just going to be, like, every day, like, staring at the wall, like, what do I do next? Right. Um, you know, so you have to be passionate about what you're doing. You know, you have to love it. And so if that's encouraging women to, like, dress their best on a budget, that's awesome. If it's teaching people how to have, like, clean living, so, like, clean beauty and, you know, oils and all that stuff do that or if you just want to talk about Jesus all the time like do it so just be passionate about what you're doing be all in because mm. if you're not you're just kind of half in with this you'll have a hard time and um, creating content and all of that that's definitely what I say too is like even picking brand words you know that you can really go back to and you can really kind of latch on to and then like run your content through that like run Run your photos through that, but more importantly, I think, is running your captions through that and your stories through that. And, like, does this actually line up with where I want to go and what I'm trying to communicate? And if it doesn't, if it's, like, totally out of left field, then maybe just, you know, go ahead and just set it aside for now. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Well, this seems like it's seriously gone by so fast, but I just really appreciate you coming on and I really love your transparency and just sharing your story. Um, do you happen to have any blog posts or anything more about 
your story and kind of your hiatus from social media? Yeah, um, I actually have a couple of posts on my blog, um, one being about like the entire journey of my blog, and I wrote that late 2017, so it's going to be pretty up to date with all of that, and then I have um, a post that I wrote pretty quickly after I deleted my Instagram account, I was like, I deleted my Instagram account, <laughs> just kind of like sharing why, so yeah, all that's on my blog, um, okay. you can just like search it in the search bar, or you know, I haven't blogged much since then as far as like actually blogging, because my classes keep me so busy, so mm-hmm. it will be hard to click through and find them, yeah. Okay, and your your blog is Bloom Into Beautiful, right? Yes, bloomintobeautifulblog.com. Okay, awesome. And obviously, you guys, as we've been chatting about, Megan is on Instagram, and her Instagram is beautiful, so you're going to want to go follow her. But like I said in the beginning, Megan's more than just pretty and, you know, styles clothes in a cute way. <laughs> she She's just a really obviously nice person, so you guys should definitely – go follow her. But Megan, I just really appreciate you taking the time to be on here and kind of sharing some behind the scenes stuff too. That was fun. Hey guys, if you like this episode, I hope you'll consider subscribing to the Fruitful Life podcast on iTunes, sharing it with your friends and showing it some love on social media. For a newbie show like mine, those reviews are everything. Thank you so much for tuning in. To stay in touch with all things Fruitful Life, you can check out lifeasalowen.com or follow me on Instagram, lifeasalowen.com.